Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace, calling North America to repentance and revival. Welcome back once again to the Corner of Truth and Courage. Today we're going to continue on our discussion from yesterday. We were talking about how to give a good testimony, how to share your testimony, which is one of the most powerful things you could do to bring someone else to faith, to believing in the gospel for their salvation, to bring someone to the saving knowledge, to be born again. One of the most powerful things you can do is share with them how you got saved, how to tell your story. And yesterday, if you missed it, we talked about the five important parts to a good testimony. Let me go over them with you real quickly, and we'll continue more on this particular subject, how to bring this into a two-minute testimony. So the five essential parts are, number one, the setting. You need to start with the setting. This is what I used to be. Before I got saved, this is how I used to think. This is how I used to live. Number two, the discovery. The second part is the discovery. Something happened, and it caused you to realize you need a change. There's something wrong. You discovered something about yourself. As Maybe someone opened the Bible. You started going to church. Maybe there was a tragedy in your life, and you started understanding something about who you are with God. And you became fearful because you realized, I'm a sinner. I'm in trouble with God, and I'm culpable for my sins. Number three, the rescue. You understood that God had a rescue plan for you, and you needed a change. There was hope for you because of what Christ did for you. The fourth part is the change that God made in your life. God never saved anyone. He didn't change. And so this is who I am. This is the new me, the new person. I'm not the same anymore. This is what happened. And the fifth part is the appeal. This uh, could happen to you too. You need this as well. And so these are the five parts. I'm give, I'll give you an illustration. I'll tell you my story. And uh, I'm actually going to time it and see if I can get it down to two minutes. I call it the two-minute testimony. And it will be a blessing uh, for you to learn how to do this with your own story. Well, before we get into that, let me quickly remind you we're in our fall fundraising campaign. And we're grateful for those of you who've given already. Thank you. But we still have a good ways to go. And maybe today you can help us with a donation. You can do that by giving us a call. The number is 800-616-0082. Again, that's 800-616-0082. Or you can give safely, securely online at fortressoffaith.com, fortressoffaith.com. And if you want to give by check, we can take Canadian funds for our listeners up in Canada as well as U.S. funds. And if you want to give by check, please give us a call. We'll be glad to give you our address. We have one in Canada and, of course, in Bellingham, Washington. Again, the number is 800-616-0082. And coming up real soon, October the 3rd, we're going to be having a public meeting at the Bellingham Baptist Church on 2501 Orlean Street at 7 p.m. That's going to be on October the 3rd. That is a Monday night, 
October the 3rd at 7 p.m. at the Bellingham Baptist Church. I'll be talking about the enemies within, and I hope you can join us. Bring a friend. All right, well, let's get back into today's broadcast. Uh, All right, well, let me give you my testimony, and I share it often. My story begins with my grandmother. Her goal in life was to raise her three sons to be bartenders. Seriously. (laughs) Uh, She failed, though. All three of them became Baptist preachers. (laughs) And what changed her plans, what ruined her plans, is that one day, A preacher visited her in her place of business, and she let someone open the Bible for the first time in her life. She let someone open the Bible and explain it to her. And she realized, I am in trouble with God for my sin. And that evening, she got gloriously saved. Not only did she realize she was in trouble, but the rescue plan. God had a plan to rescue her through Jesus Christ, him dying on the cross for her sins. And she trusted in that and got saved. And she realized, my goodness, I could have died and gone to hell had I not let someone open the Bible and explain it to me. I've got family. I've got uh, two sons who are in the Navy. They need to know this. And I've got other people who need to know this. And so she began writing letters and sharing Christ with her friends and her family. My dad got all these letters and phone calls. And she and he said, knock it off. Stop, stop sending me all this stuff. But I promise when I come home on leave, I'll go to church with you. And he did. And the gospel was shared with him for the first time. I think he'd never been in church before. And he got gloriously saved. A few months later, he was in Bible college preparing for the ministry. So when I came along, I was born into a preacher's home. But that didn't make me saved. But it exposed me to the gospel at an early age. And I got saved at the age of five. I understood God's... I mean, instead, I was in trouble with God for my sin. Even as a little five-year-old, I was born in sin and had sin. And, and I needed a savior as well. And so the good news is that God has a rescue plan for all mankind. And that rescue plan is available for you too. All right, well, that's pretty much it. That's my testimony. Now notice the five elements, the setting. Now as a five-year-old, I didn't get into a lot of sin, but I was still born a sinner. I still had the nature of sin. I you know, even took things that didn't belong to me. I lied, and I knew it, and I knew I was wrong. But I didn't have a great change in my life like some people. So I, in my testimony, I tell my parents' testimony and my grandmother's. I'm a third-generation Christian. And I got exposed to the gospel at an early age because they got saved. So my testimony of how God changed us is is not just my story and not just my my dad's story, but it's my grandma's story. And this is also true on my mom's side. I could tell you, you know, how things uh, got changed in her life. Her daddy was an alcoholic and and always in hospital with depression and alcoholism. And he was, well, the, the Bible word is drunkard. The same preacher that led my grandma to the Lord visited my grandpa in the hospital and led him to Christ and it changed his life. Never was he again in the hospital. He got victory over drinking. And and, got and I'm here to tell you, God saves you. The setting, this is what I once was. Uh, my uncle said, the things that our family got up to, you go to jail for. My dad's real dad was murdered in a bar fight. There was a big change in our family's life. And the discovery, what, how did they discover all this? 
someone opened the Bible and explained it to them. And I don't know what it was in my grandma's life that caused her to listen, but she did. And because she listened, she realized, I'm in trouble. I deserve hell for my sins. But praise God, God has a plan to deliver me. And it was through his son, Jesus Christ, dying on the cross, paying for my sins. And so that was the rescue plan and the change in their life. The things they used to do don't do them anymore. There's a great change since they got born again. And as a result of it, I got exposed to the gospel. The children got exposed at an early age. And my wife could tell you a similar testimony there of how her folks, she's a second generation Christian. Uh, when her daddy and mom and all of them got right and got saved and got uh, in church and stuff, she witnessed as a nine-year-old girl the change in their life. And she was young when she got saved. Her testimony starts off there. I gave up drinking when I was six years old. <laughs> so, you know, so, so now how do you tell this in a two-minute testimony well write down these things write down your story be brief be clear be yourself in it you don't have to put humor in it but you know if there's something humorous about it add it but keep it short and practice it get a timer and start saying and start talking your testimony and rehearse it and say it out loud and have someone listen to you. This is powerful. When I would try to meet with preachers to raise support when we were missionaries for England, and preachers are busy. <laughs> They're so so busy. And uh, you got to get past those gatekeepers, get past those secretaries to get hold of that preacher there. And uh, the one thing, if I can get hold of the preacher, said preacher, uh, all I'm asking literally is for 10 minutes of your time, and I'm going to bring my stopwatch. And I promise you, I'm not going to ask for any more of your time other than that, unless you ask, have more questions for me. And giving a limit, giving a short sound bite. And it could be that you've got a friend, you know, and maybe you've got a 10-minute gospel presentation you can share with them. Say, listen, can, can I just have 10 minutes of your time? I'm going to bring my stopwatch. That's all I ask. You know, sometimes we just have an, a brief op- opportunity to talk to someone. And in two minutes, you can get a lot out in two minutes. And testimonies are powerful because they're your story. We relate to stories. The whole Bible is written as a story. That's how God revealed himself to us. And that's how we reveal ourselves to others. We give testimonies all the time. Think about it. Man, I ate at this restaurant. I couldn't believe it. It was cheap. It was great. It was fast. You're going to want to try this out. What are you doing? The te- you're te- you're in the setting. Hey, I learned about, someone told me about this place. I was driving by. I saw this place. And I discovered, man, the discovery, it was great. It was cheap. It was everything I wanted. And, uh, and uh, I'm going there again. I'm changing. I'm not going from that place anymore. I'm going to this place. And the appeal to someone, to your friend, you need to try it too testimonies we give them all the time i found this bargain you can't believe it ladies i found this dress at this place for such a you know we give testimonies why don't we share our testimony of what god did in our life and share with people well they don't want to know they need to know how do you know they don't don't want to know 
We're always interested in stories. We're always interested in, th- in things. But learn to be quick. Learn to be brief. And, um, and uh, uh, so here's some elements. There needs to be a time and a place, a reference point of when you got saved. Uh, I, 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 there's a message that I preach. You, you ought to have it. You, there ought to be. You ought to be take a piece of chalk and go somewhere on this globe and draw in a circle and say, "This is the spot that I got saved." So to give a reference there, a time, uh, how you discovered your your lost condition, how the how you became convicted over your sin, how that happened, how you were alarmed, how you realized you were in danger. I can't stay here. I need to be saved. I'm in trouble. If I die tonight without Christ, I'll die and go to hell. Explain that fear. Don't take too long. Just just tell how it was. Uh, and then, then God's how you escaped it through the cross. God had a rescue plan for you. And then how it changed your life. Uh, the Bible says that we, we become a new creature in 2 Corinthians 5.17. We don't get something new. We become someone new. And talk about the change that happened in your life and the appeal uh, to, to them, how they can have that too, and how they need that too. Have they ever made that decision? Uh, why not? Um, so let's share our faith. The Bible says, he that winneth souls is wise. The Bible says, he that goeth forth bearing precious seed shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. So let's carry the precious seed of Jesus Christ and cast it into the hearts of others by sharing our testimony. That's going to be it for today. Join us again tomorrow at the Corner of Truth and Courage. God bless you.